Right, guys. Welcome to episode 68 of the True Patriot Podcast. I feel a lot better this week, Jake. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> How long did it take you to kick that? A uh, couple days. Yeah. I was really sick Sunday when we recorded. Mm-hmm. And I was still feeling it into Monday and Tuesday a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that podcast, I know I mentioned it a couple of times, but dude, I could not wait to get <laughs> off. I was struggling a little bit. Yeah. It, it feels much better to be here and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is going to be, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I feel like I was gone last week. Yeah. I'm excited to be back. We've got, we've got regular Craig back now. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, uh, I don't know. Feels like a good thing. Good deal. Love it. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. You were you were gone all week. Yeah. Uh, well, at least for a couple of days. Um, yeah, we went down to Florida for a few days. Uh, my wife and I and uh, a couple of her siblings. We went down. Uh, her parents came up and watched the kids. Uh, so that we could fly down and fly back. So um, that's amazing. A couple of days down in uh, Dunedin, Clearwater area. Um, yeah, good times. Is, uh, where is Clearwater? I'm not super. It's like north of Tampa. It's on the Gulf side. Okay. So is it? Were you close to the beach? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How was the weather? Uh, the one day. It was, I mean, warmer than Ohio. Um, but <laughs> yeah. The one day it rained literally all day. It never stopped raining. So, oh well, yeah, that kind of put a damper on things. But yeah, was it like seventies or not? Yeah, uh, right around there, probably high sixties, low seventies. Okay. Did you um? Have you ever been to that area before? Is that was this oh, yeah. new to yeah. you? No, we go to that area all the time. Oh really? Uh, yeah, we have a place to stay down there, and um, yeah, we've got friends and family, and uh, we've been going there a few years now. So I'm just yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. I you know yeah. I like to travel. I like hearing about what people do, what's going on in the real yeah. world. It's a cool so, area. There's a lot. There's a lot going on down there. Did you say north of Tampa or south? Yeah, of Tampa? North, north of Tampa. Of- yeah. Yeah, it's a busy area. Yeah. But get you some cheap flights going to a busy <laughs> yeah. area. Yeah. Yep. For <laughs> sure. We uh we did the one night uh we did like a little tiki boat. Um where yeah. it's like a tiki hut on a raft, right? And the guy's just driving us around. On a pontoon. Um, oh, one of those little wee little ones really? Uh yeah, it was like six person raft. <laughs> um Is it like a circle? Yeah, like a pontoon. Yep. Yeah, I've seen like those. a circle one. Yep, they look sketch. <laughs> it was actually a blast. <laughs> I bet um, it was the guy that was driving us around. Um, because her siblings went down and did it last year, and they like made friends with the driver, and then uh, yeah, they remembered he remembered our group <laughs> from last year. That's uh, be- not because it was yeah well. Um, we've got some characters in our group, so they're easy to remember, but, uh, he said that he was supposed to take out, 
a single guy, just some guy by himself that likes to do that. That is uh, weird. Where it's just him, the one guy riding and the one guy driving. That's that it. is super <laughs> awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy did that a couple of days ago. And he was going to have to, uh, you know, he came signed up to do it again. And the other, the other boat driver was like, dude, you have to do this for me. You have to take this guy out. He's like, it was so uncomfortable. I can't do it again. So he's like, whatever, you know, I'll take, I'll I'll take this one. uh, fall on the sword. But then, uh, we show up and he's like, oh, our driver's like, I know these guys. I have to take them. Sorry, man. You're stuck with the loaner. (laughs) Dude, that. I cannot believe what I'm hearing. I mean, what kind of person rents a tiki boat, the little dinky tiki boat by themselves? It's just them and the, is this guy? So he's like a bartender. I'm imagining like he's serving drinks. Uh, no, it's BYOB. Okay. Um, But he has a cooler for you, for you. Um, he's got, you know, the music, uh, little speakers and stuff set up. You connect to his music and play whatever you want. Uh, okay so it's still like that is the one of the most awkwardest things i can imagine yeah that's hilarious <laughs> yeah yep Holy that crap. was uh, and the brand, I mean, a tiki boat thing by yourself and you have your own personal driver i could get renting it by yourself like if it's just you driving it and it's like yeah. yeah let me rent this boat that right <laughs> That's like funny, I would, dude. I would feel uh, a little uncomfortable if I was a driver because I'm like, is this guy gonna kill me and steal my boat? <laughs> Just dump me in the water and keep going? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no probably witnesses. not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. The perfect crime, but for what reason we would not know. No, the motive. The people, are, people are crazy, man. The thrill of the kill. Yeah. You into that kind of stuff? Do you like me personally? No, but I'm sure that there are people that do enjoy that, right? It's a crazy world. You're kind of dressed like somebody that might like that. I don't like killing people. No, I don't. Um, (laughs) What about other things? No, um, I'm more of like a, a watcher, a nature watcher. Okay. Kind of person. Yeah. No. I don't kill things. You don't like to hunt? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. I actually saw this video. It was kind of cool. Uh, it was interesting. It, it kind of looked illegal. There's this guy like speeding along on a... I imagine it was in the south. He's like speeding along on some type of fan boat or... It might have had. A, it might have been a little trolley outboard motor, motor in a John boat, but he was mm-hmm. like filming himself had like a 12 gauge shotgun and there's like a bunch of like carp just fish jumping everywhere and mm-hmm. he was just like smoking them like he was on duck hunt on the NES just like and he was like filming it he had like a camera attached to his gun there's just like fish flying through the air and he was just smoking them it was the huh. craziest video that, that I've ever seen I don't I I'm assuming it was legal cuz he put it on the internet that might be a dumb assumption. Um, yeah, that is definitely a dumb assumption. Um, <laughs> there, I'm sure there are some highly illegal things that get put on the internet. Oh yeah, but I don't know. I mean, <laughs> nobody like wants to go to jail for something like that. I mean, yeah, pretty dumb. 
but he was just smoking these fish like they would jump like within six inches of the barrel of his gun and he'd pop them and they'd explode it was like almost looked like a it was looked like a video game it didn't even look real it was crazy Hmm. i'll send you the video yeah i probably won't i probably won't post the video the just because I don't know if it's legal or not, and I don't want people to think I'm pro compl- fish killing. Yeah, I'm a na- I'm a nature walk. I just thought it was an ish right. <laughs> interesting video. Yeah, yeah, he's having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anyways. what life's all about, right? Hey, so I do have one thing. I knew you were gonna say a bunch of good things about Clearwater. I knew you were yeah. gonna do that. Say something bad about that place. Let's hear something bad about Clearwater, Florida. I want to hear it. Um, it is the home of Scientology. <laughs> um, so they are, it's like Scientologists everywhere in Clearwater. Yeah. Is that a, uh-huh. is that a, what is Scientology? It's just like. Scientology is like a, uh, it's a cult. Um <laughs> like a, a bunch of celebrities uh like tom cruise is the most notable one um he's like yeah. a big scientologist right um and they're they're just strange people um so did I'm, not, you notice, I'm not well versed on what they are like what they believe in um, so did you notice any scientology going on around clearwater um no because we kind of I mean, we didn't do anything in like um, Clearwater, right? We were kind of in the the next town up. Um, okay. But uh, when we went down to the Iki boat, the um, the Uber driver that drove us there, he told us that he was going to stop by the Scientology Center and drop us all off because they pay people a hundred dollars per person to like get them there. So like as an Uber driver, that's like the running joke is, yeah, I just drop you guys off over there. They give me a hundred bucks a person. No, they don't. <laughs> that's what he said. Bullshit. But <laughs> I'm like curious, like, you know how there's like, you know, the Jehovah's Witnesses and the yeah. Christian people on the street. You know, have you heard about my the savior? Mormons. You know, Jesus Christ. Like, do they just walk up to you? Like, have you heard about my savior, Albert Einstein? Like, who is there? <laughs> um, I can't remember. Who is there? Um, um his name elron hubbard he's like the uh he was a fiction writer and he wrote a book the book of scientology and people just bought into it he's their lord and savior he's like the guy yep he's like hey nothing matters no reason of life yeah but now it's like it's like a juggernaut because they have like um so many people like investing money in it that it's like they actually have like a whole organization that I don't get it keeps it going, man. I don't know. It's crazy. You know, all that stuff. It's all a scam. Even like, yeah, kind of like the on. Like I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Like that's my religion. But I'm I don't believe in these these church bodies and yeah. every, it's like they're a lot of them seem really mega churches uh, yeah it's yeah. just like you know the preacher that wants something out of your pocketbook like yeah i don't know it's like they always want something yeah like that's not where god 
lives. Like your church is just a bunch of, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like, it's just like a bunch of bull crap kind of. Well, there are, there are people who, um, you know, use the word and, uh, and their religious affiliation, I guess, to prey on people. That's a, absolutely. Yes. Um, that's what I'm and, saying. Yeah. And a lot of times, I, I hate to say this too, but like, yeah, like criminal minded people ha- hang out and do these, th- they like seek out, it's like easy prey. Mm-hmm. Like these people that are searching for, you know, it, it's kind of sad, but it it's is. like people that are searching for God and searching to be a part of something. There's a lot of sinister people that hop in there <laughs> and fill that void. Yeah. You know, with bad intentions, and mm-hmm. yeah, they kind of slip through the cracks. And there's a lot, there's a lot of that in religion. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. religion. It, religion is an easy place for people like that to to yes. hide, right? It's like because, they fester they, in there. Yeah, it's like uh, such an emotional, uh, you know, feeling that it's mm. it's easy to capitalize on. It's very Watch easy to capitalize. That. Yeah, that and on podcasts. And podcast hosts as well, yeah. (laughs) Podcast hosts, podcast guests, anybody who's doing a podcast, Mm -hmm. most likely evil piece of crap. There's there's always the chance, or just (laughs) uh, complete fraud. Complete fraud. (laughs) It could be a complete fraud too. Exactly. (laughs) Anyways, um, what were we going to talk about today? What's going on? You got a Patriot this week? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a Patriot this week. Um, my Patriot <laughs> of the week is Luke Combs, the country singer. Okay. Um, so he put out a post this week um, where he found out uh, that he was suing um, you know, a group <laughs> of people. Yeah. Uh, but one of them is this woman, Nicole Harness. She's from Florida. And Nicole's had some medical problems. Um, so she opened up an Amazon storefront and started selling uh, T-shirts and things like that. One of the items she's selling is uh, tumblers, like the cups, yeah, um, with his logo on it. Some Luke Combs gear. Some Luke Combs gear, yeah. Um, wow. What a Pete not, not officially licensed. Uh <laughs> so he figured yeah. out he was suing her well yeah it came to his attention that <laughs> he was uh, that he was suing her uh <laughs> and he had no idea that yeah. he was doing that um so he called her up uh he actually called her on the phone and um he she, the only reason that she found out that she was being sued um i guess she, she didn't get the email saying that she was sued uh but her Amazon storefront was locked. She couldn't lock log into it and like get her money out. Yeah. Um, so he, she said that, uh, told him on the phone that she had $5,500 locked in there that she did, had no access to. Um, and you know, she's got all these medical problems going on. So she's just uh, hustling. She's hustling. She's trying to make ends meet. Yeah, um, she- just like the rest of us. Well, Luke, uh, you know, he was kind of touched by her story and he felt bad about the way that it, all went down so he uh he said i'll double it i'll give you eleven thousand dollars right now um that'll get you by so you don't have to worry about things um you know during the holiday season yeah right yeah because it's a rough time to not have money 
Right. Um, and then he's going to start selling tumblers like what she was selling officially licensed on his website and giving her the money for it. Oh, well, that's so. pretty nice of it. Yeah. What pretty awesome way to handle something. Yeah. So, so yeah, check out the, uh, Luke Combs store and I guess buy a, buy a tumbler. Uh, I will not be buying <laughs> a Luke Combs tumbler. But that is a touching story. That that's good to hear. I and I want to say, just to make this about me, I've been there. I, we you know when we were in that um, story where I was selling the stuff in college. I remember mm-hmm. one of my accounts got locked, mm-hmm. and I I like couldn't eat, and I was like calling. I was like I needed this money. Like <laughs> yeah. I was like if I don't get this money, you know I cannot eat today you right. know i'm about to start begging friends and family <laughs> yeah. or yeah this and that and i've been there it's a crappy place to be when you have money mm-hmm. that you've made mm-hmm. and it gets locked by the powers that be yeah and you're on the phone saying why why but yeah that's a crappy good on luke yeah um my patriot of the week is a uh, oklahoma teen uh, reed markham Seven years ago, he was a shy kid. He was bullied in school, divorced parents, all that. Um, seven years ago, when he was in fifth grade, he had a friend that you know was really poor, and you know said he you know didn't get very much for Christmas. He didn't really get any toys. You know, Christmas was slim for his friend, and he noticed that at a young age. And back then. He, he brought this to the attention of his mom who made mm-hmm. a Facebook post, you know, with Reed that, you know, he wanted to start a toy drive for kids in need. Sure. Well, like I said, that was seven years ago. Um, it's had a great response and this is something Reed has kept up on. He's a, now a freshman at a college and uh, he's still doing the toy drive seven years later. Uh, he's raised 54,000 toys nice. total. And uh, this year, he's handing out 10,000 toys to needy kids in his town, mm-hmm. in his hometown. Like I said, he's moved away. He's in university now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drives back home, which is three hours away, to do this toy drive. Uh, like I said, 10,000 toys this year. And each kid in the program now also receives a pair of socks, underwear, a jacket, shirt, gloves, and a winter hat. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, he's a he's a pre-law sociology major at Oklahoma State University. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Just a just a kid that started something when he's eleven with his mom, and he's still doing it now. It it's just awesome. Like you know, Reed's a college kid. I'm sure he doesn't really have much money himself. <laughs> right, he's doing this. Pretty cool. Yeah. Making it happen. Making it like happen. To see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that, uh, you know, how that grows over the next few years with, um, you know, him going in college and, uh, you know, as he kind of transitions through his life uh, and, and, you know, into making more money. Um, he'll probably be able to do some pretty awesome things with that. So, yeah, it makes me feel like a big time loser. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. we should probably try to do something like that. That'd be cool. We it, should. It, it might not 
take off much the first year. I mean, my I guess my thing is like, how are we gonna find these kids? Um, I don't know. We should try to do something to make a difference. Like, it, it, we don't have to profit off of it. I mean, I don't. Mm-mm. I would like to give toys to needy kids too. Sure. We'll try to make it happen. We'll, let's talk about this after the show. But um, yeah, good story. Um, what are we on now? Real talk. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Already. Real talk already. What are we what are we gonna name this show? What's the name of know. this show? <laughs> I think it's like um. What's, what's making, making you poor? What's making you poor? Yeah, because we we all know I'm poor. Yeah, well, you always have been. Always have been. Yeah, I was wanting to know what makes you what's making you poor. Really, that's the whole point of the show. What? <laughs> what's your What's your problem, Jake? What's making uh, you poor? Well. Uh, you know, I, that's a that's a hard one to answer because I don't consider myself a, a poor person, right? Um, well, that's good. I don't always, uh, you know, I, I don't have the most money. I'm not. I wouldn't say that I am wealthy uh, beyond means, but I uh, there's not much that I want for. There is. Uh, I'm I'm a pretty blessed guy. I've got a great family. Um, you know, I've I've got a nice house that I live in and. Uh, a nice car I drive, and it's. Uh, I am not a poor guy, so nothing's making me poor. Nothing's making you poor. There's uh-huh. nothing, nothing you could maybe improve on that could. I mean, there are put, there are things that I could do better, right? But um, I don't know. Well, I want to say what's making you poor. Okay, it's that damn Sasquatch. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> okay, that, that's really not what I was going to say, but this might not apply to you, but I bet it does to your family in some way and everyone else's family. Here is what's making you poor. We're talking to the listeners and you now. And I found myself in this... Um, What is it? What? System, what is it? Cyclone, mm-hmm. cycle? I don't even, uh, cycle. That's the one I'm <laughs> looking for. It's our attachment to worldly items. That's what's making people poor. It's so stupid. It's like it's literally you get attached to worldly items. That's what's making you poor. You want what your neighbors got. You see something on social media Envy. and you want you buy that. Yeah, there's a lot of examples of this. Uh you're attached to your car, the car that you drive. And then mm-hmm. that, you know, a depreciating asset that serves no other purpose. Like people get attached to these worldly items when really mm-hmm. um you get attached to the home you live in, the place you live in. Uh your attachment to worldly items can really hold you back uh you you know that there's people that hoard that they hoard they collect a bunch of things that oh yeah are worth they're just dumping their money into these worldly items that are serving no purpose literally Mm -hmm. no purpose um 
and actually kind of have an, a legitimate negative effect on their entire family because mm-hmm. of their hoarding, they're collecting, they're, you know, they're, they think they're doing something awesome, but their, their attachment to worldly possessions is holding them back, not so, only mentally, but financially. So I, I see you kind of keep looking over the top of your computer screen there. Yeah. And, and I, I see in my mind, I can envision what you're looking at and it's a bunch of worldly well, possessions, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I'm looking. I mean, in the background, look at these things you're collecting over here. <laughs> well, these are my, <laughs> where's your, where's your ducks? You still got your ducks. Yeah, well, nobody nobody <laughs> wants those. <laughs> right, so why do you? <laughs> I don't. Listen, I'm serious, though. If, if you think I'm a hoarder, you're wrong, my friend. Because I have had more possessions than you can even imagine. I could have... If I would have held on to all my worldly possessions, my whole house would be full. Fuller than it is. I'm actually doing... I'm looking around like, wow, I'm doing good at keeping my worldly <laughs> possessions down. And I'm serious about that. Um, but a lot of people... I'm serious. These worldly possessions weigh you down. That's one of the... They talk, it's sure. a, they talk about in the Bible. Yeah. I don't have the verse put together for you, but you, you can't fall in love with worldly possessions. Some of the most successful people I know, they like... They hold on to nothing. Yeah. They're, they're the mo- their house is so clean. Minimalist. They're minimalists. Yeah. And I, I'm guilty. Like I said, I'm not... I, I, so a lot of people I look up to when I go to their home. Now I'm not saying when I go to their place of business, they're they're holding on to worldly possessions that have real value. That mm-hmm. hoarding of physical possessions that have value, like that, can make you money. Like that's not a bad thing, but mm-hmm. worthless worldly possessions is a problem. Yeah, I actually had a. Uh, conversation over the weekend with my brother um, where we were I had seen an article that uh, a bunch of NFTs were stolen like they were stealing them out of somebody's wallet and <laughs> what is that was, how's that happening because dude it was literally a bunch of cartoon monkeys pictures of cartoon monkeys and they're like these are like these high dollar um, you know super rare NFTs and they're getting stolen out of people's wallets and it's like, that's not real. <laughs> Why is anybody paying like, anything out of a digital the, wallet? I'm so confused. Yes, out of their digital wallet. <sighs> well, but like I, I don't understand how um, a picture of a cartoon monkey is a form of currency. It's not. Um, it doesn't make sense. Just like um, I don't know. You know, a lot of. St- stocks and bitcoin and the crypto all this they're playing a game and they oh, yeah. and a lot of people you know there there's money to be made when you play that game um if you know but, how to play it but the only reason that anything has value and it's true <laughs> for anything is because people place value on it yeah if if somebody says that that they're willing to pay for that picture of a cartoon monkey it has value. Oh, that's because uh, sell it for that, right? 
that's because times are pretty good. I, I know everybody wants yeah. him ho around and act like the economy is terrible and this and that. But yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure the NFT market by and large has almost totally crashed, though, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure it has. There's no way it's still now, around. Right? There is value in uh, the cryptocurrency. Now, and I'm not an expert at it. I don't, I'm not going to say I like it, but that there has there is a real there's real value there. I don't only, like it, but, but only because people have assigned it a value, right? Because it is a instant transfer of funds that circumvents banks. Like you, people could right. trade their money but, right now. That that's the if, value in it. If if you can't buying if nobody accepts bitcoin as a payment it's well, totally worthless they can convert it to cash and that's what they, they can but transfer ca cash is worthless too unless we assign value to it it allows individuals to transfer large amounts of money without having to put it in a bank having yeah. the like no one can control it they don't have to i don't know that, that i i know i have friends that know a lot more than me about it so yeah Maybe I'll save that for when we talk to them, but like there, yeah. there's value in that. I don't know why they're playing a they're playing a game. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to play. I'm not, I'm not gonna play. But um, anyways, some other things that make you poor. That damn Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're buying things that you don't really need i, I feel like that's really hurt people it, uh, it makes amazon makes it so easy to splurge to get whatever you want you can it's have it your fingertips tomorrow and <laughs> and you don't have to like hand cash over for it it's like all online you just go there hit a button and it shows up at your house yeah i mean it is crazy how how easy it is to fall into that trap Sometimes you got, you really got to think about like, do I really need, like, I, I usually try to wait, like, this kind of sounds excessive, but like a week, like when yeah. I, when something enters my mind, like I want to buy this, like mm -hmm. I need this, like I try to wait, put it off. Like, do I really need that? Cause it's so easy to burn through your money on stupid crap you don't need. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing I have here is money pits. You ever bought something <laughs> and it's just a money pit? It just continually sucks your money? Yep. Stay away from those. You don't want to, you don't need a money pit. You don't need a money sucker in your life. I don't know what, I mean, when I think about money pits, I, I don't know. I think of like, you know, the project car. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yes. uh, you, you're trying to, you want to fix up and then, when you put all this time and effort into it in the parts, its value is like you it's a wash. You're yeah. not even you're you're putting your money in a money pit. You're mm -hmm. throwing it down the toilet for your own nuance. I mean, there's all there's other kinds of money pits, but that's what kind of comes to my mind. Mm -hmm. Um anything that's continually sucking your money and your value is never gonna be seen. Mm -hmm. Not good. Um What's making you poor? I'd say poor planning. That's a yep. that's a good one. Um, fail to plan, plan to fail. Yeah, you're you're 
got something big coming up and you're just not doing the, you know, you know, you need some extra money. Uh, you're not, you know, saying yes to those extra hours or the extra ways, you know, to make money. And you're just kind of in a bad cycle of mm -hmm. just barely skimming by resting on your laurels and life's coming at you fast. Yeah. Poor planning. Um, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever got, somebody told me, you know, if I held a gun to your head and said, I need $10,000 by the end of the month and you don't have it, you know, what do you do? If I held a I, gun to your head right now and said, I need $10,000 and if you don't have it in 30 days, I'm, bl I'm blowing your brains out. What would you go do? Now, everybody, a bigger gun. Everybody has a different thing that pops into your mind. Okay. But if you can think of a way, like, what is your quickest way to make money? What would you do? Well, when you decide what that is, you should probably do more of that. If, that, yeah. if you know your best way to make extra money or just make money in general, do more of that. Mm -hmm. That is the best advice I've ever gotten. Gun to your head. I need 10 grand. What are you going to do? Do more of that. Do more of that. I don't know if that's going to help anybody on here, but it, it really helped me a lot because I've, I found myself wasting time. I was making like doing other, you know, little side things, but like what can make you some real money quick? Mm. Like, and I, I consider 30 days quick. Um, right. so if you're doing if you're doing a little pitter patter shit that if you can't even produce even if you ramped up the volume in 30 days if you can't make 10 grand it, it's probably really just not worth doing at all. Mm -hmm. I mean that's just the I don't know some, some advice I don't know if it's going to help anybody but it helped me. Um I don't think I think that's all. I mean I kind of got this falls in the money pit. This was a, uh, I had a professor in college. I took a real estate class. It was one of the best classes I took. College is kind of dumb. You take a lot of dumb <laughs> bullshit classes. Mm -hmm. But my real estate professor, I took this class just really, I, I don't know. I added it on to my workload just because I thought it seemed interesting. I wanted mm -hmm. to know more about real estate. Uh, this guy, This guy's name was... Uh, his name was Ron Watson, but he was a real estate developer and he kind of had, he had this money pit thing and cutting ties and cutting losses philosophy. He'd say, don't chase uh, good money after bad. And that means, you know, it's kind of like about cutting your losses yeah. when you start failing. It, it, it's the money pit thing, you know, mm -hmm. when you fuck up, don't chase good money after bad. At some mm -hmm. point, you got to cut your losses and say, I'm done because you're just throwing your good money that you could be doing mm -hmm. something good with into something that's bad. So don't chase yep. good money after bad. Um, and the, the other big thing I got from, you know, Watson was uh, my favorite thing. He said, he'd say, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah. which is pretty uh self-explanatory but 
that's kind of just like you got to dig in and uh, take action and get going and doing what you're doing because you mm -hmm. can't sit back on the sidelines and guesstimate everything that the people who are actually playing the game are doing. You don't know what you don't know, and you got to get in there and figure it out. So that's making you poor, sitting on the sidelines. Um, the only other things, uh, living out of your means, keeping up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. You're just not with the reality. You know, you don't have your bills set up right. You're, you know, you're just, you're just struggling. You're just living way beyond your means. Your house is too expensive for your wage. You gotta live your wage. Uh, and if if you don't want to live your wage, and you better increase your wage or decrease your expenses. Sure. And uh, we always got to keep our vices in check. That is my final mm -hmm. thing that is making you poor, Jake. Mm-hmm. Vices. Vices are bad. Vices so are that's, bad. So um, that's, that would be gambling, uh, alcohol. alcohol. Those are the two things I got to watch out for. <laughs> yeah, those are probably, the ones probably most the prevalent. Mo one. The most prevalent thing for men, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um I guess uh Starbucks. <laughs> that's for females. Yeah, I mean you can get carried away. Those prices just keep going up. It's about like what? 7 bucks for a cup of coffee. I don't know, I don't drink it. I don't either, but we're trying to relate to our female audience here. <laughs> maybe uh maybe you got that hair hairdresser that mm -hmm. everyone's going to and it costs like $500 for a hairdo. That's kind of, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when you get to a certain point, you can afford them things, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like it, it ain't, it's not insane to, for someone to go to Starbucks every day if they can, they're living their wage. Uh, but if it's something that's hurting you, hurting your family and you're barely skimming by yeah you shouldn't eat out so much and you should yeah yeah uh, not just starbucks just eating out in general oh gosh yeah that that can that's getting crazy nowadays too mm -hmm. especially now as my family's grown mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> what i always love is going there and you know paying like a ten dollar for a ten dollar meal that the kid just doesn't eat he eats like one french fry and says doesn't like it and <laughs> just doesn't want to eat it and then that then you just gotta eat it all and you just gain 20 pounds <laughs> right <laughs> i'm not letting um, it go to waste <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of i found myself being soft on that i just, I just let shit go to waste now because i because i can't just in, inhale it i'll just get fat yeah I try to make my girls share as much as they can, but, uh, man, I had something pop in my head that was good advice here and it totally, I totally lost it. I totally lost it, dude. It was a good nugget too. Crud. <laughs> man, it was a hell of a nugget, Jake. <laughs> I guess maybe, it'll, maybe it'll come back. No, I think we're moving on. I think it's gone. Okay. Well, if you think of it, <laughs> write it down or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so for Patriot Picks this year, we're going to do, or this, this week, 
we are going to do uh you know it's the most wonderful time of the year christmas time oh yeah it's um, almost christmas christmas is next week so we are going to do uh best christmas movies and okay. i think i think we should do top five instead of top three yeah yeah you're really gonna bring this up you're really <laughs> gonna put put me under the bus right now i would like to well you are uh yeah so jake <laughs> brought up patriot picks christmas movies and he wanted to do top five jake was real jazzed up about mm-hmm. this topic and i said dude I'm gonna be honest. I I don't think I can. I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can. You're gonna take some of mine. I don't think I can do five of my favorite Christmas movies and be and be being truthfully honest to my own truth. Because I only have four on my list. <laughs> this is gonna be rough. Okay. Should we do okay. top four then? No. No. <laughs> okay. We'll stick to top three. All right. Let's see if I have a coin. I do. How about it? All right. I'm nervous. What kind of coin is it? It's a quarter. Nice. I um I got a in New Mexico 2008 edition. Nice. Okay. Heads or tails? Uh I will say heads. Tails never fails. Uh, I get the top pick. Okay. Number one Christmas movie. What is it? Um, dude, I gotta go with Home Alone. In my family, we're we got a big mm-hmm. Home Alone family. We're just we're always it's always on. It's what the kids want. It's what the wife Classic wants. Movie. Yep. Home Alone. Yep, that's a solid pick. Uh, my my kids also love that movie. Um, my top pick is It's a Wonderful Life. It is the best Christmas movie. Um, you yeah. will not convince me otherwise. You and you've seen this, this now, up, right? You brought this up last year. Yes, and still uh, the best movie. Yeah, I watched it. It's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. That was on my list of my four. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, it's a damn good movie. <laughs> it's old. Yeah. It is old, uh, but. Even, you know, the problems that he deals with in the movie are still relevant today. Pretty good. Good (laughs) flick. Yep. Uh, My number two is Elf. Horrible pick. Horrible pick. Great pick. Uh, Classic. Actually, this is uh, the 20th anniversary of Elf. And great movie. Okay. Um, My next pick, I'm going to have to go with the live action Jim Carrey version of the Grinch. Mm-hmm. And I get to go again. And you get to go again. And for my third pick, I got to go with a Christmas story. You'll shoot mm-hmm. your eye out, kid. Yeah. Ralphie, uh the the one guy Scott Ferguson and the two bullies mm-hmm. licking mm-hmm. the licking the flagpole with your <laughs> tongue getting it stuck to the frozen flagpole. Just a darn good classic movie, yeah. A Christmas Story. Yeah, very good. Um, for my last pick, I think I'm going to go with uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Okay, I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, we watched it uh, like a week ago, and yeah, kids loved it. 
<laughs> I need to check it out again. They've uh, they've actually the kids loved it. Yeah, yeah, they liked it a lot. I haven't they, seen it since I was a kid. Yeah, they've actually made like a bunch of sequels, and then there's a show. There's like a TV series on uh, Disney Plus that is like based around that that story. So, yeah, really milking it. They are milking it. <laughs> <laughs> they are milking it like crazy. Well, I'm happy with uh, with that because I got three of my four. There you go. What are um, your uh, honorable you mentions that you were dying to have? Uh, let's see. We had Polar Express. I just uh, started watching that tonight. I've never watched it. We got halfway through it. It is a very good movie. It's a cartoon. Uh, it's a cartoon. Cartoons uh, are hard to watch. Still a good movie. Okay. Um, Christmas Vacation. Never seen it. Never seen it. Check it out. It's funny. Good stuff. It's the Shitter's Fool movie, right? It, yeah. Yep. Okay. I see that all the time. Yeah. Bro. You see the memes on it for sure. Yes. Um. Uh, how about Die Hard? I haven't. I don't know if I've ever watched Die Hard. Like, and then go watch it. <laughs> uh, another Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll less try to Christmas, convince, though. Less Christmassy, but still a good a good movie. Yeah. Um, I just don't have all this time, dude. I mean, yeah, takes me like a week. To watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else? We also got, you know, the old uh Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Uh, all those old classic ones, you know. Those old like animated like mm -hmm. how you're like honestly they still look pretty good for how long ago they were made. Yeah. Cartoons. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um we have Harry Potter. We do? Yes. Harry Potter is also a Christmas movie. What? Which one? The whole series or just Every, the all first of them? One? All of them are. How? How Except are they all Christmas? Maybe movies? not the last two. The last two aren't really Christmas movies. The first one actually is. How? Because, because that takes place at Christmas time. What? The, it does. The part of it does. <laughs> uh, you gotta fill, you gotta remind me how. Like, what do you mean? That's when Harry gets. That's when he gets to be. So that's when he gets his invisibility cloak was uh, on Christmas Day in the first yeah. movie. Yeah. See, that's just a small part of the movie. Uh, okay. You're, stre you're stretching here. <laughs> I, 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 you're stretching here. You have, no. Do you have any more on your list? Uh, the only one I had left on the list was Christmas Chronicles. These are the newer ones that uh, came out on Netflix the last couple of years. Um, we usually like to watch those on the night on Christmas Eve. You probably haven't seen those. What is a Christmas Chronicles? What, what is this? There's two of them. Uh, they're just Christmas movies. Um, Kurt Russell, Santa Claus. They, uh, hmm. the it's like a brother and sister that don't get along real well, and then they try to find they like try to catch Santa Claus delivering presents, and then they end up like going on this big adventure with Santa. Solid movie. Not a cartoon. Yeah. Not oh, okay. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Um yeah. Though that's a wrap. It's safe to say you are a Christmas movie connoisseur. I do like Christmas movies. Yeah. I can tell. Um 
Current events. I do not have any current events this week. I do have some current events this week. Okay. Let's hear them. Um, did you see uh, that the Trump digital trading cards are back? Are they? Yeah. Are you going to get some? I don't know. You know what? I'm just going to let Donald Trump tell you about them himself. Okay. Special treat if anyone's missed it. Everyone, this is your favorite president, Donald J. Trump, with some very exciting news. My last two Trump digital trading card collections sold out in just hours. And now I'm back with my latest series called the Mugshot Edition. I wonder where that came from. The Mugshot Edition. <laughs> 47 all-new stunning cards, and here is the best part. I'm doing two important things for my Trump collectors. For the first time, we're creating a real physical Trump card. Purchase 47 digital cards and we'll mail you a beautiful trading card. It is an authentic piece of the suit I wore when I took that now famous mugshot. And it was a great suit. Believe me, a really good suit. It's all cut up and you're going to get a piece of it. I'll be autographing some of them. A true collector's item. This is something to give to your family, to your kids and grandchildren. With the purchase of 47 of the Trump digital trading cards... You will also be invited to join me for a gala dinner at my beautiful Mar-a-Lago, my home in Florida. You've perhaps heard of it. It's become a pretty famous place. We just had our first dinner for my collectors, and we had a lot of fun together. That was a great evening. That was a fantastic evening. Some people call these cards pop art or modern art. I wish I looked as good as I do on those cards. That I can tell you. They give me muscles where, believe me, I don't have them. I wanted to keep my Trump digital trading cards at the same price, $99 each. So go to collecttrumpcards.com. It's really easy to buy. They sold out incredibly fast the last time, and I think the Mugshot Edition will sell out even faster. Okay. There's another minute or two, yeah. but you get it. So how many of, of these have you bought? <laughs> None. Um, isn't that Dude, funny? You have to get a piece of that suit. If you... <laughs> You have to it buy was a four, nice suit. You have to buy forty-seven <laughs> digital cards to get one real truck, real yeah. trading card. Did you did you get that? I did. Yeah. So each digital trading card costs a hundred bucks. So if you buy forty-seven hundred dollars worth of digital trading <laughs> cards of Trump currency, then you can get a real Trump card. With a piece of his mugshot suit. So let me ask you this. What's making you poor? Well, it sure as hell ain't Trump, <laughs> Trump digital trading cards. Because I'm not buying them. But it's making somebody poor. It's making a lot of people poor. If this is you, if you're listening to this show and you're thinking about buying 47 Trump digital trading cards, probably don't. Please do not. But let's let's start at one trading card. Don't buy one, one. Trump trading card. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe do if you really like him. I don't know. I don't want to tell you what to do with your money, but you could probably be doing something better with it. I don't know. He's this is like his third round now. It's it's pretty funny. He's not really sounding very enthused. It sounded like he was reading pretty. Yeah. Pretty a lot. 
but are you is the one of him with the jacked up muscles that he doesn't actually have are those that included in that 47 i don't know jake i'm just well, you, here you to, need to, i need to know these things i know if you buy well if you buy 47 trump digital trading cards you get one real trump trading card with a piece of the suit and you get invited to the gala yeah at the world famous mar-a-lago oh yeah mar-a-lago gala whatever galoosh that's my current event uh i think i had another current event too nope that was it okay nice okay what the crap yeah my what the crap this week um is also in politics um we have a congressional staffer um he has not been named at least this article that i read did not name him um but he's like a a guy that works for a congressman um and he has been filming his i guess his only fans content uh inside of excuse me the yeah yes uh, he's been filming, making sex tapes, uh, inside of the Hart Senate office building room, uh, which is like, you know, whenever they do a big, uh, like a big hearing and they, uh, talk about like UFOs and things like that. They're sitting in those big courtrooms where they're, you know, they got the whole panel up there. It's hey, one of what, those rooms. What's this guy's name again? They didn't say his name. What? They haven't said his name. He's just a congressional staffer. A congressional but staffer. But he is on camera um, making uh, homosexual sex tapes and putting them on the internet. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe don't do that. Maybe yeah. that guy needs punched in the face. I I mean I have to imagine he's fired at this point, right? He's got to be fired. Probably promote depending on what party. Maybe promoted. Maybe elevated. Maybe maybe it's maybe this is about our president's son once again in the news. Mm, he's known to be. make sex tape. Well, not not homosexual. Yeah. He's made sex tapes with prostitutes. Put it on the internet. Well, <laughs> yeah, I would, at least he's paying them. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, th so that's all we got. Just that's all. That's all we have now. We we'll have to update it as it, uh, you know more information comes out. But yeah, okay, I mean, making gay sex tapes in the in the Senate. <laughs> gotcha. Yep, good stuff. Not surprised. Um, I do have for my what the crap. I have a what the crap update. Uh, Otter eight forty one update. Yes, let's go. Uh, if you didn't know, Otter eight forty one was uh running a muck in. Was it was it California? I think it was California. Yeah, she was like uh attacking people very viciously, uh, mm -hmm. stealing their surf surf surfboards. Mm -hmm. Um, really have no fear of humans. Actually, showed a, quite a lot of aggression 
towards humans and kind of mm-hmm. gained some notoriety with her actions. Uh, there's some attempts to be uh, to capture her from the division of uh, their DNR in uh, California, and she successfully evaded um, capture for you know the better part of this year. Mm-hmm. Well, an Otter Eight Forty One update is. She has reproduced. She is now mom. Ooh. Now she's yeah. Mama Otter. Woo. Mama Otter eight forty one. She has one pup. Okay. That is so the is that Otter eight forty two? That's Otter eight forty one. Baby. <laughs> don't name this Otter yet. Yeah, I, I don't even know why. I really want to know who like. You know, we got Otter eight forty one, but who were who all? Who were the other 840 otters i don't know <laughs> like why did they get she's 841 anyways that's the update my what the crap comes out of the uk okay those dirty brits they're just what, what are they up to this time they're just bored and landlocked or, or, i don't know they're just running out of space they're living on top of each other mm-hmm I don't really know if that's true, but that's how I imagine it over there. I feel like it's not that true, but okay. It's true. Um, (laughs) Ian and Tracy Farwell, they're cow farmers in the UK. Um, They had noticed regularly that during the morning feeding time that their cows, especially the young calves, were acting distressed. Mm -hmm. Um. They also noticed some other weird things going on around their farm, um, such as over a six-month period, they found a pair of surgical gloves for which they could not account for. They didn't know why they were there. Mm-hmm. A discarded cow rope that was not theirs. A pair of trousers um, scattered along their fourth-generation farm in Burton, Near Christchurch, Dorset. Uh, that's I don't know where that is. I'm not from the UK. Um, so they installed several CCTV cameras mm-hmm. around and in the cow shed to uh, figure out what's going on. Uh, then, just before midnight, one summer evening, their son Ralph heard the sound of a calf in distress. So, they went and checked the uh, cameras uh, on his mobile phone and caught somebody, a mysterious figure, in the pen with the calves live on his uh, phone. So, I'm assuming this is like some type of ring device, you know. Uh, This prompted the four family members to quietly rush outside they surrounded the cow shed, blocking every exit, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they waited. Um, they waited five minutes to give everyone enough time to find their spot. This is a weird article I'm reading, but and <laughs> then they turned the lights on in the cow cow barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, to their horror, they were greeted with the sight. Uh, of a young man with his trousers down <laughs> wiggling behind one of the calves. He immediately pulled his trousers up and attempted to escape. He hurdled a fence 
but the startled cows in one of the pen, he startled the cows in the pen and was trampled by the cows. The family, the Farwell family, then surrounded the intruder and quickly realized it was Liam Brown, the son of a former farmhand <laughs> who worked on the farm, and they had known Liam since he was five years old. Now twenty-five, Liam was sobbing on the cow pen floor, telling them, "Sorry, I've effed up." Uh, this okay. week, Brown came face to face with Mister and Missus Farwell again, and was sentenced in the Bournemouth Crown Court for one charge of sexual penetration with a living animal. <laughs> These are that is a wild charge. I'm just reading it. This is UK stuff, dude. I yeah. They they're really specific. <laughs> like in the in the United States, it's just like animal abuse. Yeah. This charge is one charge of sexual penetration with a living animal, and one offense of causing unnecessary suffering of a protected animal. Um. He avoided jail time and was giving a given a community order. He's banned from keeping or taking care of livestock for 10 years. And he's ordered to pay the farmer 600 pounds in compensation. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting story. Interesting story. Uh, here, the article continues. This is a first-hand account from Ian Farwell, the 59-year-old owner. We started finding surgical gloves and clothing in the farm in January 2022. It wasn't our... This is kind of a continuation. We contacted the police. There's nothing they could do. You know, we took matters in our own hands. Looking back, I think someone was going to the pens three or four times a week, but we did not know what they were doing. Man, yeah, this is just a continuation. They found out. Three or four times a week, this was happening. Hmm. Outraged. Outraged. Mr. Farwell said 20 calves had died prematurely before Brown's arrest in June compared to three in the 18 months since. Wow, so they were losing cows due to whatever the heck this weirdo was doing. He must have been doing all kinds of weird stuff. He said, we can't prove it 100%, but because of them, because of him, they could have been ill. But since he's been stopped, we've only had two or three die. They only got 600 pounds? Man, cows are worth more than that. Yeah, maybe he just didn't have any more. Yeah. Weird story. Damn Brits, but weird shit happens here, too. I have to yes. say. Yes. Right. Sports. Uh, sports. Um so we've talked about Draymond Green in the past, and he's up to his uh, <laughs> usual Draymond. antics. Have you seen this that uh, is in the news this week? Of course, uh, he was suspended back in November. Uh, they suspended him for five games for choking a uh, player on the other team. No, yeah, I didn't see any of this. Yeah. Wild uh, dude. Yeah. Well, there was like – he was like defending one of his teammates, and the guys were like kind of pushing each other, and he comes up behind the guy and – you know, basically just starts choking him, put him in a chokehold and pulling him off. Like a, like a rear naked yep. choke? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, so he got suspended five games for that incident. 
Uh, well, this week he was suspended indefinitely uh, because Ooh. he just straight up punched a dude on the other team in the face in the middle of a game, just punched him. Like, like unprovoked? Like, were they arguing? Or uh, I think I'm sure that he was arguing because Draymond Green never stops arguing, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's off the chain. He's like basically yeah. Antonio Brown. Well, that's basically the what the NBA is saying now. And, uh, you know, they're saying this is a repeated uh, history of unsportsmanlike uh, acts. You know, we, we can't have you playing here. So he is suspended indefinitely. We don't know how long. He, like, we don't know if he'll ever play again. So now he can Probably go remember. in whatever, wherever Dwight Howard's playing, like China or whatever. Possibly. Um, what league is he in? Some weird. Uh, probably, I don't know. No, I'm not sure. China, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I missed all that. Yeah, it's crazy kinda, dude. Crazy dude. He's yeah. got to chill out. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty bad when you just keep screwing up to the point where you're banned from the league and you're good enough to play in it. It's yeah, pretty dumb. Yeah. Um. Do we have to talk about fantasy football? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it. Um, so my wife is no longer on speaking terms with Craig. Um, really? <laughs> she was when not did happy that happen? Today. Uh, <laughs> she was not happy. Uh, yeah, for those who don't league. know, we have uh, a league with us, a couple of our friends, and all of our wives, right? Um, yeah, the and married league. The married league. Old and, married uh, league. Yeah. And whoever finishes in last place in the regular season and whoever finishes uh, in the, the loses the loser's bracket in the playoffs, right? Right. Uh, they, they both get punished. And the punishment is we, we all go out for a night together um, and the winners get to pick the loser's outfit from Goodwill. Yeah. Um, we've had some pretty hilarious ones over the years. Um, yeah, it's a great so, thing. So today is the last uh, day of yeah. the regular season. Yeah, I just put Melissa into last place. Well, we there was a three-way tie for last place between me, Austin, and Melissa. Yeah, and the crazy thing is <laughs> you and Melissa are usually one and two in our league for the mm-hmm. past 10 years. Like We've been doing all, this a long always. time. Always one or two, or you're both in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Melissa has won our league more than anybody. Yeah, yeah, she's usually like very she's top dog. She has fallen completely from grace, and I'm sure yes. she is having a hard time. Yes, this is and gonna be great. You can ex- you can hear the excitement in Craig's voice. Yeah, uh, how excited he was to point that out repeatedly in the group chat over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> well, I was hit foreshadowing at it last week. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, today, I obviously had to point it out. Like, you guys were fighting. I mean, it's the end of the year. I mean, yeah, it's time to, it time is, to own up to what you've time. done. So, I'm not completely out of the woods yet. <laughs> yeah, you were um, close, dude. There's a, there is a chance. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of bullcrap because... Um, I had the first pick in the draft. Took Justin Jefferson, yeah, uh, and and he missed bust. like and he missed Big like bust. ten ten weeks, right? 
And despite the fact that my number one pick missed 10 weeks, uh, I still have the second most points in the league, and I'm tied for last place because of my record. Doesn't matter. Isn't that crazy? You got to play when players play. This happens every year. You got to look at the matchups better, dude. You got to yeah, think about I have, how I have the second line. I have up. the second most points in the league. Well, you got to think about how they're going to line up with schedules and who they're playing and strength of schedule, and you just have it all wrong. You got to totally rethink your strategy. This year, I've scored sixteen twenty-five at the you, wrong times. You have scored fifteen eighty-five at the you scoring at the wrong weeks, man. You got to score in the right weeks. I think about this. Got think about that. The way it usually happens is I score the second most points in the league every week. And you lose. The only person that beats me is the person that I'm playing that week. That's happened so many times this year. It's crazy. <laughs> so last year, the fantasy loser, it was, that was probably one of the worst places. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. We all took a family trip to the Amish country. <laughs> yeah. And we, had, and we dressed people. Uh, the two losers up. It was my wife and our friend, who's actually in the law enforcement officer. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had them dressed up so ridiculously, and uh, we were in the most holy of places, the most holy, wholesome, you know, conservative places in the world. Am- in the heart Amish, of Amish, Amish country. country. <laughs> <laughs> I think then they had a. He had a freaking shirt with a a tie dye shirt with a cat with laser it, it, beams. It was a it was a turtle like swimming. His tie dye, I know that. Yeah, it was. And he had a fedora, was, it, and looked, it was it was like, like skin tight. He looked like Indiana Jones was going to a rave. <laughs> he looked like California. It was, it like, was whole. It was hilarious. He looked like a idiot. And you have you have like all these. Just old people and Amish people just looking at him like, "What the hell is?" They were getting that guy? some heavy looks, <laughs> and they were looks. They were getting looks. They were that, looks like, of they judgment. didn't give yeah. a crap. They were ju- <laughs> very judging. They were openly judging. They were like looking yeah. around, like, every, "Hey, everybody else, go, you want to okay. look look over here?" <laughs> like they're just all looking at each other, like, "Wow, yeah. everybody look." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. well, where are we going to take Melissa? I don't know. Um, this is exciting. <laughs> but like, like she says, you know, she's kind of the planner of the group. She's the one that's always like leading the charge. Not this time. She's going to sit back and let everybody else plan. Which, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> she's, she's usually like the most excited person at the goodwill yeah. to pick out oh, yeah. the uh <laughs> to pick out everybody else's outfits yeah she's kind of usually like the decider yeah <laughs> I, I would say uh you you and her are probably the ones that get most excited for it yeah so now i don't have to deal with her uh, trying to kaylee, pick out. kaylee does too she gets pretty excited for it well i think we all do yeah i mean usually it's pretty easy consensus like yeah <laughs> It takes some searching to find like the thing. <laughs> the thing, yeah. Because even Goodwill has standards, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man. So you're in the losers bracket of the playoffs now. So I am. Yep. So it's yep. either going to be you 
or our buddy Austin, who's a very serious individual. Um, or it could also be Jess. Jess is in the mix. <laughs> it's always good to have Jess in the mix. Always good. Me and her were, if I would have lost to Melissa, well, me and her were battling for the last spot yeah. in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, I can't wait. Can't wait to see that out. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I just got to win. I just need to win one of the next two weeks. Oh, and the worst part of me putting Melissa out in the final game is Melissa helped me with my draft on draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. She, uh, we do a live draft every year. And uh, yeah, she, I sat beside guys, her. She sat beside, yep. And uh, <laughs> Craig would be like, "Is this guy there? Is this guy there? Who should I, I pick next?" I was looking off her sheet. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. She's not going to be doing that again. Nope. We're nope. not friends anymore. <laughs> <sighs> All right. What else you got in sports? Uh, that's really about it. Uh, There's some yeah. couple big UFC fights. Um, yeah. So um, Colby Saturday. Covington got wrecked. Yeah. It looked like. Yep. He got beat pretty bad. Um, and there so, was uh, Tony Ferguson lost to Patty, Patty the Batty, Patty the Batty, yeah. yeah. Which I th- I thought that was kind of surprising. Did you watch any of that? I didn't. No. No. But how did how did that go down? Did, I don't uh, know. Um, what the heck, dude? I didn't watch it. I didn't well, watch it. Well, I'm gonna update the listeners then, man. Do it. Update. It was a it was a three round. Unanimous, unanimous decision. So mm. uh, Patty moves to twenty-one and three. Tony drops to twenty-six and ten. Did uh, you see that uh, Tony had David Goggins in his corner? Yeah, that's why uh, he that Goggins kind of got that fight in the limelight a little bit. Yeah, uh, I saw he was training. Remember, I don't know if you saw it, but Goggins posted. Um, he had Tony training with him during his fight camp, like mm-hmm. near death looking experiences, like Navy SEAL style beatdown, yeah, uh, event. Like it looked like he was like puking on the treadmill, and yeah, apparently it didn't work, which kind of sucks. <laughs> Get yeah. beat by that dude with that such a terrible haircut. Yeah, uh, Patty. Patty Pimblett's his name. Um, yeah, Patty Pimblett. He's an yeah. Irishman, right? Uh, England. Ah, he, just, he's a Brit, he's from, just a Brit. Uh, Liverpool. Ah, yeah. Oh, it makes uh, it worse. Yeah. So he uh, he's kind of like the UFC's darling, right? They want him to be like the next big European star. I mean, him beating Tony. Tony's a really tough guy. Tony's that's good. A but, huge, that's a big win. But Tony is aging way past his prime um yeah he's he's getting up there and he has taken many many shots to the head uh <laughs> well that just I, comes with the territory yeah i just That's i don't problem. know i don't know if he should be fighting anymore <laughs> to be yeah. honest but uh it's kind of sad to see but yeah he, happens, he is a he is a tough tough dude that's for sure yeah well you got um Anything else on the sports or I do not. Just gonna have a week of uh what some bull mania. Bull mania, yep. 
got some finish up college, the NFL season and college basketball. Yeah, it's all basketball. This is really um, these next few weeks is kind of the epitome of sports. Really, mm-hmm. got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, uh, if you're a sports lover, but uh, well, if that's all. I guess it's time to uh, put it back on the rails and get these listeners going with their week, man. What you got? But be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he's done for you. First Samuel twelve twenty four. What's that mean? It means that um you should always serve and pray the Lord mm-hmm. because um all that he gives to you um for the things that you have in your life. Yeah, so we should be thankful for it and we should always uh you know, be going out of our way to serve him and uh, show our appreciation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, you got to thank the Lord in the good times, too. You can't only be praying mm-hmm. like Jelly Roll when you need a favor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about that a lot. We all should, too. It's a great message. Great reminder, guys. Got to thank him when he's going good, too. So. That's the show. Catch you next week. Freedom on.